Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Hey there, welcome to the College Investor Audio Show. So glad you're here today. And today we're taking a look at the most popular alternative investments. Let's get to it. This is going to be fun today. Okay, so diversifying an investment portfolio means not putting all your investment dollars into the same asset, obviously. Some people view a few dozen individual stocks as a diverse investment portfolio. Others want to buy broad-based index funds that represent entire stock markets. Others want stocks, bonds, and cash to keep their portfolio from having too much volatility. However, Diversification of investments can include investments beyond typical financial assets. Investors who value diversification or simply cannot stomach traditional financial investments may turn towards alternative investments to augment their portfolios. Although alternative investments get grouped by financial advisors, this asset class represents a diverse array of investment opportunities. We outline some of those and some of the most important alternative investments right now. First of all, let's define what an alternative investment is. They're typically any investment that isn't cash, a publicly traded stock, or a bond. ETFs and mutual funds are stocks and bonds, so these assets are considered mainstream, but virtually all other assets are counted as alternatives. Alternative investments can be as well known as publicly traded REITs or as esoteric as non-fungible tokens, NFT. Some of these Assets produce cash flow, others offer a stable long-term store of value. Others are speculative, but may produce a hundred times returns on investment over time. It's important to understand each of the alternative investment options before diving into them. Real estate. Real estate is probably the best known alternative investment. Most real estate investments aim to provide steady cash flow proportional to the value of the investment. A few real estate investments focus on growth. These investments focus on hot markets, where the value of property in the market is increasing rapidly. A few real estate investments focus on buying and selling in these hot markets. Investment managers, or investors themselves, use funds to build or rehab and sell properties. Real estate investments can include the following. Public REITs. Publicly traded REITs can be purchased through ticker symbols via a brokerage account. Investors should review the financial performance and strategy of a publicly traded REIT before investing in it. Residential or commercial rental property. Investors can buy real estate buildings and rent them out in the long term. Investors who are interested in buying these properties may start by house hacking or using a site like Roofstock to buy turnkey properties. Others may rehab a house and then rent it out. Private REITs. Privately held, non-traded REITs are funds that cannot be easily bought and sold. Many crowd-funded REITs are privately traded. Investors must understand the strategy and the liquidity options for this type of REIT before investing in them. Land. Typically, land is rented out for agricultural or forestry use. Investors may be able to learn about land investing through Acre Trader or Yield Street and more. Aside from the investments we just listed, investors may buy mobile home parks, campgrounds, shares of developments, and a whole lot more. 
Do your research before buying any type of alternative investment. Infrastructure. So infrastructure investments are an offshoot of real estate investments. Infrastructure involves the ownership of certain real property that produces value. For example, like an investor may own an oil rig, part of an oil pipeline, a cell phone tower, and more. Real estate investors may be able to invest in these through private REITs or even buying them directly from a master limited partnership. Debt. Much like real estate, debt investing is designed to spin off cash flow over time. Investors who buy debt expect an entity to repay a loan, including interest, over time. Debt investing can include the following. P2P lending, or peer-to-peer lending, that just involves lending money to another person. Sites like Prosper make it easy for investors to find borrowers seeking their funds, but you need to watch out for defaults since these can lead to poor returns in the long run. Mortgage debt. Investors who buy mortgage debt can either buy mortgage notes that are in default using a site like Paperstack, or they can issue new loans to homeowners or fix-and-flip investors. Ground Floor is one site where investors can issue loans to other investors. Mortgage debt is backed by real estate, but it can still be risky. And more! Investors can find options to buy invoice debt, outstanding payments owed to a company, traditional business loans, and so much more. Investors should also remember that the best-rated companies can get debt at attractive rates in the bond market. Only lesser-known companies and individuals must seek loans through the peer-to-peer or non-bank market. Be sure that you fully understand the risk of default and non-collection before pursuing this. Private business Private business investments involve buying shares of non-traded companies. While this is risky, a lot of companies can go bust before having a buyout, some can have huge exits. Many people with experience growing businesses choose to invest in private businesses. This allows them to serve as an advisor and help the business grow. Private business investing can include angel investing, which means providing the first financial investments to a fledgling company. It can also include venture capital investments, which involve subsequent investments for more mature businesses. If you're looking to invest in private businesses, Seed Invest may be a good option for you. Precious Metals Precious metals include assets like gold, silver, platinum, and more. These can be coins with a numismatic value or simple bullion, typically stored as bars. Often, precious metals are touted as non-correlating assets, although this does depend on the rest of your portfolio. Typically, precious metal investors want to be the direct owner of these assets. Simply owning an ETF that tracks the value of the metal isn't enough. They typically want to know that their investment could be used in times of hardship. Lower-cost precious metals, such as buying silver bullion, may be the lowest-cost place to start. But investors can also buy gold or other higher-cost metals. Cryptocurrency Cryptocurrency involves any blockchain-enabled digital token that investors can use as a store of value. Bitcoin, the original cryptocurrency, was designed to be a stable store of value similar to gold or silver. The founder, or founders, envisioned a world in which cryptocurrency promoted competition and transparency among government-backed currencies. Thanks to outsized demand for cryptocurrency, crypto doesn't get circulated the same way that fiat currencies do. 
Many people buy and hold cryptocurrency, which leads to growing prices over time, even though the amount of tokens increases over time. Investors looking for cryptocurrency should be careful about security risks, volatility, and potential long-term losses before choosing it. Right now, we have a few of the top cryptocurrency investing sites at thecollegeinvestor.com. You can read all about them. Tons of resources there. Commodities. Let's turn there next. So commodities are investments that are bought and sold through exchanges at set prices. The most common commodities are crops, such as wheat or corn, energy, especially oil, and precious metals, which were previously discussed. Commodity investing can be complex, especially because it involves the futures market, where the future value of a commodity is being compared. Funny as it sounds, commodity investors don't necessarily own barns full of crops or a rig full of oil. They may do all their investing digitally, ensuring that supply meets demand and making a profit as the middleman. Investors can buy commodity funds through publicly traded mutual funds and ETFs. Commodity funds may have volatile pricing in the short term, but they tend to be decent inflation hedges in the long run. Fine art and collectibles. Fine art and other collectibles are difficult to value assets because they are one of a kinds. The value of Mickey Mantle's rookie card is entirely driven by demand, as is the value of an original Picasso or any other collectible. Historically, only the ultra-wealthy or the ultra-lucky are able to nab some of these high-value items. However, financial technologies are making it easier for small investors to buy shares of these high-value items. Masterworks is one of the first apps to open fine art to Main Street investors. Collectible does the same for sports memorabilia. Should you invest in alternatives? The alternative asset class is full of investment options that few investors have taken seriously. But thanks to technology, it's now easier than ever to find alternative investment options that meet your needs. However, alternative investments are alternative for a reason. They don't fit neatly into certain criteria, and it can be difficult to predict how they will perform. Investors need to prepare for low liquidity or low returns when they invest in alternatives. Ultimately, as with pretty much anything else, everybody must decide individually whether alternative investments should be part of their portfolio. That's our show for today. If you want to find out more about, geez, all the cop topics we talked about, they are all at thecollegeinvestor.com in places that you can dig deep into every single one of these topics. Find out more about it. Again, the website is thecollegeinvestor.com. Thanks again for stopping by today. We'll talk to you again real soon.